Shalom and howdy, everybody! It's me, the wizard who narrates sometimes. If you forgot what happened last time, the group fought a giant bug creature and Raisin got his ass kicked. Uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, in case you didn't know what happened, then maybe listen to that episode again. Until then, enjoy this one! We can get started. Today's a pretty, like, borderline beach episode. Even though there's no beach, but, like, it's going to be fun like that. Um, I'm going to join my battle thong. If you want to. Okay. I'm not going to say no to your battle thong. It's actually, so that's actually an inside joke for one of my old D&D campaigns. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a clap. Episode has officially begun. Does anybody remember where we left off? Uh, well, the Umber Hulk. We. Yep. Did we make the item yet? You gave we it. We gave the material. Crap. Yeah. Do we know the item we received yet? Is it a shield? shield? Okay, cool. Yeah, that's that's about it. Yeah. I mean, technically, I showed you guys what it was beforehand, yeah. but, like, but your characters don't know that. We're just resting right now, or we just rested. It's one or the other. It's kind of like you guys have free reign to do what you want. There's a bit of like a, a shindig going on. Like all these wolf people are like, yeah, woo, you killed the thing that was stopping us from exploring that side of the forest. And like a party? Yeah, like, people are kind of celebrating the kill, and, like, people are bringing back parts of it, and, like, taking it apart and eating it, and there's, like, like, smaller children that are coming up to you because they've never seen, like, you know, something like Elliot before, um, or a lot of people, like, the kids are surrounding Raisin, like, Mm. you're adorable and smaller than most of them, so they're all just kind of running around you, and you can take that however you will getting no love he's just a typical white man like uh, the fact the only thing different about you is that you don't smell like dog to them <laughs> heck yeah because like a lot of them do kind of just look like people oh, yeah, I, forgot, I forgot about all that well there we go so like you know if you like you're getting a lot of eyes from a lot of those wolf girls because mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know Everyone thinks Reese is uh, a bit of a honk boy. Hairless baby. Or like a chonk boy. So like, we'll say that Reese, you have like uh, an admirer, um, or like a a group of like giggling girls (laughs) off by a tree, and every time you look at them, they're like, (laughs) and they run away. I'll giggle back at them. (laughs) Is that your giggle? Catch me. Raisin runs past. Yeah, so as as you're doing your dumb giggle, um, you see like Raisin just like running away from a bunch of like little wolf children. Oh, it's so slow. 
and they're they're having a great time they're like jumping around and barking and like some are on all fours some are just jumping on two legs and one of them almost gets me but i just slip right by yeah you like shoot a little bit of like a lightning spell into the air so you can use your like little cloud thing and move away uh they're loving it they're having a great time uh Kara, what would you like to be doing during this party uh well uh I suppose uh, I'll head over to the forge to see how it's going, because I'm pretty lame like that. I mean, that's your... It's your backstory. You'd be like, let's see what's going on over here. Yeah. Um, you go over and you see the wolfman, and he's, he's, he's got a huge grin on his face. Like, it's been a while since he's been able to make something with such, like exotic parts because you can tell that they like they handcraft everything they make here because they're a village of werewolf people in a forest um so being able to do something cool and like the amount of respect you guys got just for destroying this thing um he's really like putting all he can into it and uh he sees you he wipes off his brow and he gives you a, a bit of a wave and a smirk and just keeps on tinkering uh, anything you could use a hand with, friend, I say as I approach. Uh, what did this guy sound like? You know what? He's just gonna sound like a dude now. Um, he goes, well, now that you mention it, uh, you, you have any experience forging stuff like that? I know my way around an anvil. Perfect. Um, well, and then he, he goes into this deep explanation about what he has envisioned for the shield and knowing that it's going to be given to one of the elder ones he wants to make it good because this is like his first time ever having to craft something for an elder one so he really was like he's making a name for himself here and he appreciates the help and you being your massive bulky size um and just your natural affinity to the forge uh you just like lift things up for him and help him around you're like keeping him steady um, yeah like he's doing most of the the stuff because he's got like a, a bit of a pride thing going on but you're yeah yeah of course i'll um, stoke the bellows for him yeah well i'll say that like it finishes a little bit earlier uh because of your help um just your your general knowledge was able to essentially give him advantage on the roll um and so, because of that, he's actually able to enjoy some of the party, and he's really appreciative of that. Um, and afterwards, he comes back and he brings you a mug of some ale, and he goes, "You know what? You're um, you guys are pretty good. We don't get a lot of visitors around here, and when we do, they're not exactly friendly. So, it's, it's nice having a change of pace." Well, I'll uh, I'll proffer my mug to him, and I'll say, "Cheers to exceptions, my friend." And he he thinks it. And it's real cool, like in an anime yeah. where, where two cups dink and some water spills out. And then it like, like uh, fades back a little bit and like freeze frames. And then, you know, like the night ends sort of deal. Um, you guys can sleep wherever the hell you want. They've given you every option. You can sleep in a hammock. You can sleep in a tree fort. You can sleep in a cave. Um, there's some offers, Reese, for you to sleep with and around some of the females. Oh my god. Oh no. Oh no. Um, Elliot too. We'll say like the older oh. females, Elliot. Not like, I don't want to go straight oh. to MILF territory 
or like cougar. Um, but the more mature women who can appreciate a strong bearded man, reliable, they, a oh, reliable. Yeah, yeah. The, the the more blunt ones, they're like, you need a place to stay, right here. And then the the girls are like to Reese, they're like, if you um, if you don't have anywhere to go, you know, my cave, there's an extra spot in there. <laughs> Uh, so you can do with this information whatever you will. <laughs> Raisin's just sleeping in in their bubble, but like all the younger wolf people and like children ch are trying their best to like be as close as possible. So it's kind of just like this floating bubble, and then like a big pile of wolf people below it. Yeah, it's a very precarious situation of like a big water bubble and then like a bunch of children underneath it <laughs> all right um, um reese that's all you <laughs> i feel like reese would have tried to have found the most luxurious spot of the few which is not going to be on the ground not in a cave so he's probably one of those dope little uh, tree platforms you were talking about and I like to imagine that he lined the bottom with big leaves so that he wouldn't have to actually touch the ground okay uh we can we can say that happened and a few people helped you and they're kind of uh some of the the older ones laugh at you a little bit for being you know as prissy as you're being but they don't they don't question you they gather some leaves and give you a nice little canopy bed you never be too careful um, if you guys want at this point too, um, like before you go to sleep, you guys can have your own little like talk amongst themselves. Um, I'll say Argon, because she's Argon, went and slept in a cave because rocks. And Oro, it, it, we'll say he's in one of those like hammock things because the idea of like a big turtle man sleeping in a hammock is really fun to me. <laughs> It took him a while to get in, like he had to get help from some of the werewolf people to lift him up and put him in the hammock because he's so like top heavy that he couldn't do it on his own. It's probably incredibly <laughs> slow too, so he came and jumped into the hammock. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Four where full four of the people had to like lift him up and just kinda roll him in. And then he just like ducks his head into the his shell and then just slowly rocks a shell in a hammock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you guys have any conversations you want to do, now's the time. If not, we can press forward. I'll uh, excuse myself from the uh, very generous uh, townsfolk. <laughs> yes, they're being uh, generous. Yes. Um, I will. Uh, I, I guess I'll come up to my companions and just check on everybody, make sure they're uh, doing okay. Raisin's so, uh, trying to say something to you from inside the bubble, but all you hear is, Oh! <laughs> I'll, give him, I'll, I'll give him a warm uh, smile and a thumbs up. Raisin's always smiling, so yeah. you get a smile back. I'm going to look into those adorable amphibian eyes and <laughs> those, those cold, feelingless eyes. And I'll, uh, I'll give him a thumbs up and move on. And uh, I'll kind of just like wave at... Um, at uh, Oro and uh, 
Also, uh, I'll head over to uh, where Reese is and uh, just uh, double check to make sure uh, doing all right. <laughs> I'm just gonna like peek my head over the ledge and be like, "So, uh, you gonna you gonna go to sleep soon, big boy? You know, you've had a rather rough day out there." I like to think a little bit before I go to bed. I was just hoping everybody was all right. Um, you know, other than the emotional trauma, the pain, everything from that fight, I would say uh, pretty good, you know? Say nothing's wrong at all. I'm glad to hear it, friend. You fought very bravely today. Oh, well, <laughs> shucks. I don't know what to say to that. I don't know. I don't, I don't, you know, I'm gonna then roll over in my uh, little sleeping area and just sort of like wiggle around like all like oh stop <laughs> right uh cool well um i guess uh now that i've kind of uh done the rounds i guess i'll head to uh i'll head to bed as well sweet raisin's just gonna stay up for a bit and like watch the camp at night see like uh what people get up to Okay, uh, you can roll a perception check for me. I'll oh stay... boy. Yeah, no, just the, it's fairly decently lit here, so it's not like pitch black. So you just a regular roll. Okay, so twelve. Uh, twelve. Um, it's a it's a, it's a lot more lively than you would ex expected it to be. Um, you know, you would assume like, oh, it's it's nighttime, people go to sleep. Um, but them being werewolves, a lot of the more wolf-like people, um, are starting to rouse up, um, or they got up specifically for the party, and now they're donning some hunting gear, they're, uh, getting ready to look like, you know, go out and scout, maybe gather some stuff for the night, um, a few of them bring, like, pouches of dried meats and things like that. Uh, you could assume that maybe they're going to go check on some of the wolf packs that they help raise. Um, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, so it's a, it's a bit more lively than you would have expected. Nice. But other than that, nothing like crazy. Well, I will say that a few of them, when the moon starts rising up, you do notice like a change in their physique. Like they get a bit bulkier. A few of them get a little hairier. Um, just more werewolfy. Okay. But nobody like is paying you any mind, or we'll yeah. say that like everyone kind of knows what a werewolf is. Like we'll say that's yeah. sort of common knowledge. Like it's at least folklore. Yeah. Uh, but these are nothing like what you guys would have expected. They're uh they're very nice. They're very jovial. They're not beastly at all. And even the ones that look like you know, wild animals are very polite and proper. Um, so, you know, breaking a lot of barriers there. Oh, well. Well, I guess I gotta sleep now. He says I feel kinda... I feel real safe. Yeah, this is a real good spot. You, you guys hear, like, slight bubbling coming from Raisin's area? What a day we had, you know? I, I almost died. It was kind of scary, but it was fun at the same time. It sounds like it's the end oh. of the kids' show. Oh, <laughs> like, you're like, I'm like, tired, like, what happened. 
I hope I have good dreams tonight. Well, good night, everybody. <laughs> and with that, you guys don off, feeling accomplished. Um, so everyone gets a long rest if you haven't done that already. Long rest activated. Get those health back. Get those spell slots. Reese, yeah. you can pick your new spells. So yeah. that maybe you can remember to pick healing word this time. I will. I'm getting rid of a few. I'm going to take one. Or a few, I guess. Because that's the fun thing about clerics, is every day you get to pick new spells from your spell list. Lucky. How come I always have Bane prepared? Is that a that's a grave domain cleric thing, right? Yes. Yep. Which is kind of dope, because you know, Bane is a good spell. It's a good spell, yeah. I mean, if you want to take the time to read what it is now while we're here. Oh, I know what it does. So, yeah, yeah. you know, maybe some people, like uh, <laughs> outwardly sources that might be listening to this, don't. Listen, people, okay? So it's like bless, but the opposite. And not on your party members. Unbless. <laughs> Blessed yeah, what is what is blessed do for the people that don't know what that does? <laughs> you didn't even let me explain Bane well, yet. Okay. Uh, Alright, listen people. So bless <laughs> is like Bane, but the opposite, and you do it on your party members. So bless, when you make an attack roll or a saving throw, the target can roll a d4 and add that number. Bane is the exact opposite. When a target fails a saving throw, Wait, what is this? Whenever a target that fails the saving throw makes an attack roll or a saving throw, the target must roll a d4 and subtract that bad boy number. Yeah. So one's a buff for you and one's a debuff for us. attack rolls are your allies. (laughs) Perfect. Alright. You guys wake up, the sun rises. It's like a perfect, like, little um, scenic view as the sun, like, trickles in from the, the light of the trees, making, like, nice little pillars coming down at you. Like, that morning music, the, like, plays, you don't know from where. You guys <laughs> wake up feeling refreshed as hell. As Raisin leaves their bubble, mm-hmm. it just pops, and the water goes all over all the people that were sleeping below it. And there was quite a few. Uh... So we'll say there was like 10 or so pups and children like sleeping under the the bubble who all wake up with a and you hear various like and people running around and like some of the kids are just laughing because that was hilarious. Um, And then (laughs) like sorry guys I was trying to start a water balloon fight. And so now like the children just fucking scatter like you've just like launched a child bomb on this (laughs) village. So they run to their prospective homes and go and annoy them. Are any of them doing that like dog thing where they like shake themselves violently to get the water off? We'll say at least at least three of them. Nice. Yeah, and they're just like. <laughs> so you all wake up, and the morning arises. They they bring you breakfasts of freshly caught hares and some. I don't know, root vegetables that they grow out here. Some forest breakfast. With that, the uh, the guy who made the shield comes out, and he presents it to you. 
uh, Elliot, I mean, Karoff, this is of zero surprise as you helped him finish it. But to the other two, I'm just going to send that picture again. Unable to copy image. Get out of here. I'll just scroll up to it. You could, yeah. But, you know, Delaney had to spam the chat with her horny miniatures. Hey. All right. It looked like uh, (laughs) a bunch of sweet potatoes, like uh, taped to a, a board. You know, and obviously for the people listening, this is going to be on the Daydreamers podcast Instagram, uh, where I will put up a picture of it, maybe with some stats that you guys can see. Um, But a brief description, it is the arm, kind of like the forearm shell of the Umber Hulk that has been strapped with several of the clawed fingers of the Umber Hulk to point in an outwardly direction in a very menacing manner. Um, So it kind of looks like, like a, almost like a giant beetle, I guess you could say, that has a bunch of pointy ends facing the way the shield is protecting with. So it's a very dangerous looking shield. And he presents it to you. And I, and he says, I call this the Umber Shield of Harming. It's a masterpiece, Heroth says as he admires the fine detail. He says, I would have done it without you, big buddy. That looks real dangerous. Yeah, the the idea behind it is if someone attacks you, you can angle it in a way where one of these sharp claws, and he kind of like points, like picks at one, and his finger like bleeds because they're really, really sharp. Oh, Uh, that's kind of really gross. He's like, ah. And he just like puts it in his mouth. He starts like sucking on it for a second. Stop, stop that, please. He's like, uh, you know, it happens. Um, so the idea is that you, uh, you turn your defense into your offense and someone attacks you and you make them, you make them think twice about it. I love it. It's, uh, it's a, I already said that. Some wise you say it again. Sometimes your greatest defense is your offense. <laughs> Sorry, we're presenting this to the uh, the village leader, right? The elder who doesn't the live elder. in this village. He lives up a bit, um, kind of like in a weird, secluded place. Yeah, bit of a hermit for reasons. Yeah, you know, old people stuff. Um, and your companion Shalamorn is uh gonna be taking you up there. Oh, have we seen her since we got back? Um I'll say uh you saw her a bit during the party. She's not exactly like a frivolous type, so she wasn't like dancing and shit like the rest of the people were, but she was enjoying a drink. And I'll say that you saw her uh go out with some of the hunting party last night. Okay. Uh, but she she does kind of roll up on you guys. It's like, well, looks like you guys are awake. Unfortunately. That's yeah, the spirit. Your village is quite infectious. We uh we had a good time last night. <laughs> That's good to hear. I um I saw some of the uh the local maidens putting their um their wiles on you. There, human man. 
<laughs> well, I must politely decline every single invitation. You got a problem with werewolf people? Uh, no, no, no. I just, you know. You're not attractive that's... enough for you? No, no, um, no, not, not at all. I have no quarry against your people. I just have. Oh, so uh, you're a furry then? Some. That makes absolutely no sense, but. I'm just joshing. Yeah, I don't care. What? Who's Josh? Oh, that's, um, he's the guy who runs the kitchen. Oh. oh. And you, you, she oh. points over and you just see, like, no, a Notorious prankster. <laughs> yeah. Raisin just kind of stares for, like, 30 seconds and then with the same blank stare they always have, turns back to look at Charlemagne and is just like, I don't get it. <laughs> uh, in that 30 seconds, you look over and you see, like, a big, burly man um, like really friendly, bald head, face, chubby cheeks. Like he looks over and he goes, "Hello, <laughs> hello." No. You can assume that's Josh. I like Josh, but I don't get it. <laughs> like that's fine. Um, are you guys ready to to head out? See the elder one. Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, unless we have anything else we need to do here. Nope. Let's go. <laughs> No time left the present. <laughs> Done it because we're giving it a gift. I don't get it. Oh, that's okay. I was just joshing. That was very. That was very clever. Oh, I still don't get it. Because, like, you know, Josh. Yeah, because like I was, I was, I was pranking you with my words. He's already walked away. Wordplay. <laughs> She's she's oh. gone. She's walking away. She's like 10, 20 feet away from me now. <laughs> uh, so you guys follow her, and as you're going, she's like, "It'll be um maybe an hour or two of a walk up the the path wow. here." Um, we believe that once you reach a certain age, uh, you become you spiritually must go on a journey, enlighten oneself, pass on your wisdom to the the clans. Um, I think it's a bunch of mumbo jumbo, but some of the other people, you know, they see some value in it, and I know these trails better than anyone else, so here we are. Well, we appreciate the guidance. What, uh, what I'm here for, just, uh, if you see any wolves, try not to look edible. Um, a lot of them are still in training to not be messing with people they see. Um, it's not an easy task trying to teach them not to to eat things. On a scale of one to ten, how edible would you say my uh, exterior looks? Mm, your exterior. He's um, asking you to check him out. Um, <laughs> let's. She gives That's you a good, a good look over. She like lifts up one of your arms and like kind of squeezes the underside of your bicep. <laughs> oh my. Um. Kind of like slaps your cheeks a little bit. She goes, "Ah, yeah, you'd make a decent snack for some wolves. Um, not a lot of fat on you, but fairly lean." Thank, thank you. I uh, take pride in that. I guess. I don't think that's a, a good thing to to look like a snack. That's kind of a bad thing when you live in the forest full of things that'll eat you. Well, at least I won't have a full pack coming to me for a meal. He walks away again. <laughs> um, I want to really sell some weird stuff. Like, I mean, 
I don't see Reese's leaning. Like, she's standing up pretty straight. He walks away again. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to pat Raisin on the head. I, I'm really confused today. I think I, I think I need to go home. I, I think I need to go back to sleep. Reese, your hand is now wet. I'm, I'm wiping it off of my jacket. Like, ugh. Kind of regretting what I did. Uh, so as you guys go, she'll point out, like, this is almost like a really fun nature walk. Like, you guys are seeing creatures and stuff um, just kind of in their natural habitat. Like, we'll just say, like, there's a cool montage of her, like, she'll, like, move some of the brush. And in, like, a little pond, you see, like, some deers majestically glistening in the light. And then you see, like, a pack of wolves come and just devour those fucking deer, ruining that moment completely. Oh, jeez. How is this uh, supposed to be a lovely nature walk? She goes, that's nature. They, they're they eating. That's what they do. And the deer population here is out of control. Those things breed like no one's business. So it's almost encouraged. Like, sometimes we'll just kill them and leave them there for other things to eat because there's so many fucking deer. On Helicron, we did not have many deer. We ate rocks instead. That sounds disgusting. That was also a joke. Oh. She walks away. <laughs> you don't seem to be very good with jokes. Uh, I do not get all the humor on this planet. Little do I. So we'll say like about an hour and a half later, you guys come up on this bit of an incline, uh, not exactly on the mountainside, but like kind of close enough. Um, and you start ascending, and you see crudely shaped stairs. It's looking a bit more um, civilized, I guess you could say, like something's actually been manufactured here. Um, and you start going up, and you see just like a little, a little shack um, beside like a, a very small waterfall coming off of like a natural rock, and like a small stream going by, um, some leathers tanning out in the sun. Some like fishing gear and stuff like that. Um, and she stops and she goes, "Oh, this is uh, this is where they live. This is where the elder resides." Yep, he uh lives alone in this shack, doing whatever it is old people do. Uh, you don't seem very uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Invested in this. I look to the realistic parts of the fact that we need to survive. I don't, I don't see a lot of uh, point in the spiritual side of it. It, uh, it doesn't change whether or not I'm going to get noticed by a creature and die tomorrow. Take comfort in the fact that others take comfort in these things. You will find it. I'm sure you will. Comfort. She kind of just walks away again. She's really good at just walking away. This is brutal. Nobody um, likes this. It's like, what's the worst she could do is say no, and then instead she just walks away constantly. You hey, no. So she, she goes up and knocks on the door, and she goes, uh... Tonk, go. We're, we're here.
Hey everybody, it's break time now. I hope you're enjoying this fun episode with a lot of wolf people and actual just wolves. Uh, in case you haven't noticed by now, we both have Oro and, um, wow, I can't even remember my own player's name, Argon, uh, off until further notice. Uh, but don't worry about that. I got it covered. You know, I'm a man of a thousand voices and can perfectly imitate anything that I've ever heard before. So don't worry. I, uh, I got it covered. As always, remember to drink water. That shit's important. Like, I cannot stress enough how important it is that you drink fucking water. Just uh, a cup. Just right now. I'll wait. Just, you know, I'll sit here and talk until you get that glass of water and you drink it right now because it's important. You know, you probably haven't drank enough already and I need, I need this from you or I will physically die. So, so drink that water. All right. Uh, now that that's done, you can uh, go back to listening to the episode. Maybe you're up into a second glass of water and just uh, relax and drink that while you're here. All right, bye. Have fun. couple of seconds yeah it opens this door and this is not what you were expecting he is like almost elliot's height just like a big muscly werewolf man like he has to kind of like sidestep out of the door because his shoulders are too wide for it and he goes oh about fucking time are you the elder yeah, the name's Tonko. Uh, Tonko, it is a pleasure to meet you. I am Karoth Starforger. And yeah, we're, we're here to present to you this shield. And he, uh, he looks at Charlemagne and he looks at the shield, kind of walks by her, picks it up, starts inspecting it, like, uh, pokes one of the, the claws, makes his finger bleed again, he puts it in his mouth. Reese is a little disgusted by this act again. Why does everybody do that? <laughs> it's quite unsanitary. Um, I would recommend highly not doing that. He kind of just shoots you a look. And <laughs> it's, 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 it's a scary look naturally just because he's a giant fucking werewolf man. And he goes, this is a fine shield. I, um, I accept this gift. What is it that you need from me. Cardi and I were sent here by the agency known as Glass, and we're searching for a creature that has been poaching owl bears en masse. We've been spending the last few days through the forest tracking it, but we've had no luck so far. Hmm. Yeah, maybe you know what's doing it, or... And it's... You said it's killing owl bears? Yeah. That's right. Full grown. En masse. How long has this been going on? Do we uh, remember how long? Um, it's in my notes. Yeah. Uh, I think Darton said, like, it's been steadily increasing the last few weeks. So, like, three weeks. And then the last one would have been, like, three or four days ago. 
where the three owl bears were murdered. Is uh the calendar here like is a month thirty days or is it? For simplicity's sake, let's just say yeah. Yes. Yes, or about a month. <laughs> no, it's actually been seven kurons. What? Seven kurons. Bless <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, <laughs> And uh, you kind of see, like, he's a pretty confident man. And when you mention the amount of owl bears that have been killed, how long this has been going on, and kind of the general area it's been happening, mm-hmm. you see him. I mean, as as right. flushed as a a werewolf's face can get. Like he's got like full snout and like wolf features and everything. Mm-hmm. So didn't know this was going on in his own backyard. And Charlemagne perks up, is like we didn't know about it either until you guys brought it up. But like it's right there on your doorstep. Like how can you not? You don't hear the screaming at night. I mean, owl bears always scream. Um, it's that natural rock face that you guys came down that separates uh, our part of the forest and theirs, so we never have to deal with them. Oh, well, yeah, I guess. I, I don't know. Like, I just know where I'm from. Like, we all know what's going on everywhere, and I'm able to tell more. He just shoots you daggers, like... She'll I think you. what my campaign... Yeah, I think what my companion means to Unblessed. say... I think um, what my companion was meaning to say was surely you would have noticed something that large traveling through your woods. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Uh, the Tonko steps up and he goes, this is, this is a lot more dire than I thought it was. Um, and he... He start. He kind of like right, wipes his brow off a bit. Like he's visu- visibly nervous. Like a man of this size is like fuck. Um. There's a there's an old legend that I've heard of in these parts. Um, something called a Chamor Tolde. I'll spell that for you too, just so you have it. It's C H A M O R E. T-O-L-D-A-E. It's two words. Chamoretole? Chamoretole. The mortal day. Yup. Um, and when he says that, you see uh, Shalomorn's ears perk up a bit. And she goes, oh, um, that's, uh, I know this one. The blackened evil? That's what it blackened something, and uh, he he nods. He goes, uh, "Yes, roughly in the um, the more common tongue, it it refers to a a creature of great darkness that has nothing more than a pure desire to kill." Um, we referred to it as the blackened evil, which is why we moved to this side of the the forest. It it normally stays up past that ranch that you guys came from so the fact that it's making its way even closer to this cliffside is is horrible you guys have i knew i i knew having these outsiders come in was a horrible idea we and he starts visibly panicking and he like runs over slow down there buddy he goes you don't understand this 
this thing had nearly wiped out our entire culture several hundred years ago. This is not a good thing. The fact that it's this close to that cliffside, it's we have to get the village further away. This is not okay. And he starts like packing up and he goes, take your, take your shield. I don't want your gifts anymore. You people have brought on nothing but, but badness since you've shown up. Well, we were just trying to help. What the heck? If we're honest here, running as much as I would love to run, this is a horrible, horrible idea, but running is just gonna continuously push the problem slightly away and it's just gonna keep coming back. And we're here. We're skilled to a degree adventurers. So why don't you give us a chance at helping your people out a bit? Your people are strong and they can fight. Yeah, especially you. You're real big. The amount of people you've seen used to be tenfold what it is or what it is now and it's because of that thing i'm not taking any more chances with this you and your glass compatriots can settle this one on your own i will be but, moving my people away you do what you don't, don't that. you want your people to become tenfold again and what if that doesn't work why don't why don't you help us take care of it and then you never have to worry about it again uh, let's just see. keep moving away and then die. One of you can roll a persuasion check got with you, advantage. Whoever... Oh, I got you. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, does a twenty-four work? Mm, let's see. Does a tw- yeah twenty-four works? He he calms down a little bit. Um, and and you can see the seriousness in his face. Like this is this is something that like I don't know. Like if someone told you the fucking boogeyman was real. Yeah, that's the look on this man's face. Uh, he goes, oh, "All right, all right. Um, we can assist you in however you want, but my people are not designed for this kind of thing. We're survivors. Um, you guys can. And what did you used to be before the were survivors? Warriors. Um, the shield that you brought." Let's consider that it's now my gift back to you. Oh. Um, if you can defeat this thing and keep my people safe, the shield is yours, and we will we will do what we can. I cannot offer people for this, as not many of them would be suitable for such a, a combat. Oh, no. I... <laughs> My don't let my physique fool you. I am extremely old. Um, I'm bigger than that guy, and that guy's real big. These are what I call spiritual muscles. I see. Say what? I don't know. Is he lying? I feel like he's 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 just being a chicken. Uh, roll insight. Oh yeah, my best skill. <laughs> seven. My best. A seven. I mean, he he looks pretty genuine. He's like, I don't know, if something that you guys brought up spooked a band of this size so hard, it's got to be pretty serious. Well, okay, but like, you think your people are going to respect you if you just put the tail between your legs and run away and let some other people deal with it? That a, is that a dog joke? No, it's an intimidation. Oh. 
can tell he's intimidating. <laughs> yeah. All right, you can roll an intimidation check. Okay, here we go. My actual best skill. 21. 21? All right. Um, he looks at this tiny, wet thing talking smack to him. And you, you see him kind of like... He like he walks over to the pond and looks himself in the reflection. It's like, what have I become? <laughs> uh, and he he goes, "You're right. Running's not going to help anything. I will have some of my people help scout the areas, and we will let you know what we find. But note that this is not a light gesture. This is." important in anyone that i lose i will it's it's not going to be great but you have my word that we will take the majority of the fighting if your people can help us in any way we will accept it we're just trying to make you look good big guy and he looks at charlamore and he goes uh young one um you can give the the lower downs my permission to send out scouting parties um, do not engage with the creature if it is found unless you have backup. Report to Glass of anything they could use to help you with this, and for the werewolf god's sake, be safe. Uh, so he'll he picks up the shield and he gives it to you, Reese. Oh, oh. It's still kind of wet. Um, it's quite heavy, too. Whew. Thanks, I guess. He goes, uh, I guess where you guys are going, you're probably going to need it more than I will. You're doing the right thing. You're not coming with us? He's I'm old. going to help the village in any way that I can. That's fair. I, I haven't seen them in some two-odd years now. So I'll be making my first trek back down. Why have you been hiding out up here? It's not its not a hiding thing. It's a spiritual journey, if you will. Is stuck in your house? It looks a little bit small for you. I used to be um, Charlemagne size there. What happened in two years? There's a little bit too much to explain, but that's just the way of our people. All right, story for another time. Let's go. All right. And with that, you guys. I didn't expect you to actually convince him. Well, when you're as cute as me. I was going to use charm person if it all failed. F charm person? Is that a cleric spell? I guess so. Huh. <laughs> Probably. Interesting. Well, you guys have successfully. We'll say that there's an asset that you have in the regards of. The uh, the werewolf people will now be scouring the woods. Um, some of them will be going topside, where like above the cliff, to help look and do what they can to ensure that we can rid themselves of the blackened evil. Yeah. So if you guys do remember, before you left Char and Darton, they gave you this, essentially a flare gun, but whatever a magical version of that would be. Um, that when you were ready to talk to them, you could light it up and Char would come and get you. All right, well, uh, 
I think he gave it to me, so I'll use it and uh, I'll fire it up in the air. Do you launch it? You guys can stay. He says you can, you know, stay in this area as long as you need to. And it's a pretty like open landing, so if Char's gonna find you, this is gonna be the best spot for it. So you, yeah, we don't, you we don't have anywhere and... to go anyway. Like we don't, yeah, exactly. we don't know exactly which direction we should start heading in. Yeah. Um. So Reese, you can wear the shield if you want. Uh, yeah. I haven't made an item card or anything for it, but I think I told you already what it does. But I can explain it again if you need me to. Don't remember. Uh, so the way it works is um, when something makes a melee attack against you, you can use your reaction to do, I think it was 1d4 plus your strength modifier plus an additional one quarter of the damage you just took from that attack. All right, one second. I'm writing this down so I don't remember, but you're going fast. Gotcha. There's a melee attack against me. I can use my reaction for 1d6. 1d4. Plus your strength mod. Ah, yes, my awesome strength modifier. Plus one quarter of the damage you just took. Oh, wow. As the, the idea of the shield is that you're using them against them. Okay. Build is spiky on the outside. Um, they're kind of falling into the spikes, so they're whatever momentum they're putting into it. You're sort of using that inertia to to poke them with the the little yeah. spiny things on the shield. If they miss though, and technically I don't take any damage, then you wouldn't be able to use it. Oh, okay. It's only when they hit. Yeah, because if they miss, it'll like their attack goes wide, and they won't like fall into you or anything like maybe if somebody rolls a one i would you know let you do it just because all into my shield yeah like one of those situations but game wise it's a reaction when you are hit by an attack and i'll make um i'll make a card in D D beyond and i'll i'll give it to your character all right all right so with that, you launch the flare up, this like bright red light just kind of like a big firework goes off. And you guys just kind of stand there and wait for 10-ish show minutes go by. And you start to wonder, like, how do we even know if Char saw it? How do we guarantee that he's where we are? Like, how does any of this work? Um, and just as you guys are wondering this, you see this gigantic, like brown and red colored bird, like uh, it's a it's a rock. Uh, start flying your direction, and uh, rock is R O C, not R O C K. For those of you wondering, okay, I don't I don't know what that looks like. I never seen. Oh, like a rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not. <laughs> Not like a rock. Bird kind. A rock. <laughs> oh, I you're talking like a rock too, but like yeah. you're, you're trying to make like a fantasy rock, and I was like, okay, so it's it's a rock, but it's a uh, different shade of gray. Argon <laughs> is a fantasy rock. This is a bird. It's R O C, and that is the way it is spelled. So you see that thing flying towards your location at a great speed. We'll say at at this point, Oro pipes up and he goes, "Is that um, 
Is that supposed to be coming? Can you hide behind the tree? Seen a creature so magnificent in all my years. So some of you will say scatter. Elliot will say that you're just standing there, like hips on your hand, like, that's a good bird. Look at that thing. Just wondering, like, how something that big would taste. Like, that's a lot of KFC. <laughs> um, and it, it kind of spirals down and starts descending towards you guys. Um, and once it gets about, like, 20 or so feet, it, it, its wingspan blocks out the sun. Um, and as it does in a, in a flash, uh, you see a very smaller lizard folk kind of just loop and land on the ground and give you a look. It's like, you, um, you called? Yes, we, uh, we have, uh, w- we were told to uh, fire this off when we were ready to return. So then I guess you guys are ready? That's right. We have information. That's awesome. We'll have to tell Darton because I don't think well. That's quite a sad thing to say about yourself. I, I can turn into a giant bird. Is that is that enough? That is enough. You thought of the bird. That's that deserves a little clap of the hands, a gold star. That's pretty cool. He like he just gives you this really blank look, like there's no thought going on in his head at all. And you look, you you look to your left. Raisin has the same look. You look to your right. Oro has the same look. I'm in hell. (laughs) And he goes, "Well, um, let's go then." And he like spins around, and as he does, it's like a cool flourish. Like he's just showing off at this point. And one of his arms becomes a giant wing, and then the other one does, and then he's again this gigantic bird. If you thought Raisin normally looks surprised, like you wouldn't even know what you're looking at now. It's just even more confusion. Your eyebrows have raised off your head. I kind of, I kind of lean down to Raisin, and I'm like, uh, "What is?" Uh... What is good riding etiquette for uh, for riding a bird? Should we uh, um, <laughs> should we get on his back? I don't know. Or hold on to his feet. Maybe we're sitting in his mouth. We should have asked him beforehand. Uh, Reese, Reese will know. <laughs> we both turned to Reese. <laughs> bird flying etiquette. Um, let me let me look through my notes real. Yeah, Reese knows here. everything. So um. Let's see. I can make you roll for this. What would this be? Animal handling or nature? Yeah, sure. Let's do survival. 22. Uh, Yeah, you just climb up the side of it and sit on its back, Falcor style. Oh, yeah. So we're going to straddle the waist and just uh, prop ourselves up on that bird. All right. I to better. Be honest, sit. I don't really like hats. I better get on first. <laughs> Hopefully, he can carry me. I'm assuming he's probably fine. Uh, you really went buck wild on that mountain earlier. Uh, so I, I knew I could do it. You know, I had control of my, oh, my own body, but I don't have control of my own body here. What if I fall off? 
What if like? What if? What if I die? I think you'll be all right. Let's not worry. If you hold, I I'll kind of like I'll kind of like hold him like gently and like kind of get on the bird and I'll be like I'll keep you safe, Raisin. Oh, okay. I'm gonna tie a rope around myself and I'm gonna tie it to you. That sounds good. Well, that then, if I, then if that I fall, then we die together. <laughs> what? Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> what? Uh, I I think. <laughs> I think I gotta stay down here, guys. I'm feeling a little bit, a little bit ill. <laughs> if you guys are dying I'm together, out of that. I'm Can't not go in the sky because I'll die at us. <laughs> I'll say at at this point too. You're seeing Oro is trying to like, he's doing like very little hops to try to reach some of the feathers, but he can't because he's huge. So he kind of <laughs> just like shrugs his shoulder and sighs and turns into a little lizard. And just crawls up Argon's like body, and it's now sitting on her shoulder as like a tiny lizard. <laughs> uh, Raisin, I guess, is going to strap themselves to the back of uh, Karoth, Karoth, like a backpack, I guess. Perfect. But like, not like where my head is facing in the same direction as his head, mm-hmm. but like backwards. <laughs> So I'm facing away from where Karoth so, is looking. So if like there back was a his back, a raisin backpack, exactly, it's you. Yes. All right, I like that because maybe eventually that could be a merch item. It, it could, and I would be okay with that. It will be. One <laughs> day we'll make a full size, like an actual life scale <laughs> raisin backpack. You can keep your raisins in there. Oh, raisin backpack. Yeah. So, I love uh, reasons. I guess if that's something you, the listeners, want, um, tell your friends about the show so that I can have more than like four people listening every time I play an episode and we'll get popular. I mean, we are popular though. I mean, like, yeah, all the all the girls wanna be me and all the guys wanna date me, but but that's not D&D, that's the real world. Uh, so with that, we'll say it's not a huge issue for you guys to hop on this giant bird. Uh, you get on, it's it's kind of, it's terrifying, honestly. Um, you know, you didn't expect anyone to become a giant bird and carry <laughs> a werebird. Uh, but you guys, you gain a lot of ground really fast. Like this thing goes, but not in like a way that is causing you guys to, uh, like hold on for dear life. Like he's just gliding and making some hella ground. Um, we'll say beforehand, Charlemagne stayed with you guys and just kind of was dumbfounded by this craziness. Um, yeah. And as you guys leave, she kind of waves off. Um, and we'll say like. You know, within five or ten minutes, uh, all the land that you guys had covered in the last few days to get here, you're back at the ranch because this thing's that fast. Um, and we'll say, like, as he's going, it, it approaches the ten-minute mark, and you guys are about uh, like thirty or so, so feet. How's Reese doing? 
Yeah, Reese, how, how's this going for you? Terrible. He he talked high and money about etiquette and being polite, but like my like face is like inside of this bird, and I'm like holding on for dear life, <laughs> and I'm violently shaking. Perfect. Um, and so within the last ten minute mark, you guys make it there, and you're about thirty or so feet off the ground. Um, when all of a sudden, poof, Char turns back into Char. And you guys start falling. What? Um, and Char goes, oh, fuck. Um, what uh, What do you mean? No! What the fuck? So you guys are 30 feet off the ground, now falling. Um, Flap your arms! I'm going to need everyone to make a dexterity saving throw for me. Uh, I, like, use the shield to, like... Is this to hit the ground, or...? It's to not hit the ground very hard. Oh, well, I don't have a choice. I'm strapped. Now you use the shield to help with some of the fall. Uh, you want to land on your spiky shield? I mean, it's spiky on the one side. Land like a tap! Um, so you wait, so what side are you... Like, you're gonna sit in it? Like a sled? Uh, no. <laughs> I meant like I was thinking it was on my arm and I was using it to help with the fall of it. The brunt like, of the force. Like you're gonna just slam your arm into the ground? Okay, ma- okay, well now you're making it sound like a god awful idea, so never mind. <laughs> I mean if that's what you wanna do, instead of making a dexterity saving throw, it could just land on your feet. It's only thirty feet off the ground, you said, so Yeah. Oh well then yeah, whatever. Alright, uh, what did you guys roll? 19. Ooh. I got... Come on, roll Ooh. high. 17. Hey. I don't know if you even need me to roll, like, is that... Yeah, I guess uh, I'm on him, like, yeah. Yeah, you have no control over this situation. Yeah. <laughs> um... So I landed... like a chicken! Land like a cat! <laughs> just kind of ignore and, like, prepare to, like... <laughs> take this impact all right so we'll say reese you managed to land and roll and not take any damage oh i can't roll uh car off you realize that as you go to land and end up uh just kind of like landing on your knees and bending really hard and there's like a decent superhero landing legs and yeah uh but you take three points of bludgeoning damage okay uh raisin will say because you're strapped to this thing as he lands very aggressively you also take three points of bludgeoning damage oh i told you to land a different way than that oro just becomes a fucking rocket in his shell and lands with a huge impact and doesn't take any damage i can imagine he spins around yeah he reverted from his lizard form and like just went straight into like turtle shell bomb and Argon uh, also takes three points of bludgeoning damage as she just kind of plummets and hits the ground because she's a rock. And Char, well, what does Char do? Char is fine. He would probably just reshape shift, wouldn't he? He's not that smart on his oh, okay. air feet. He wasn't really on his feet. Air into a goldfish. <laughs> so yeah, he um he just kind of like 
lands. He's a very nimble man. And he just kind of like... He goes, oh, sorry, I could only do the um, the big form for a, a smaller amount of time. And I guess I wasn't fast enough. I appreciate you trying. Um, well, we're here. So, uh, let's go find Dart. <laughs> yeah, we'll, uh, we'll go track down Dart. Uh, so you guys look around, um, and you're, like, right in the thick of the, the Owlbear Ranch. Like, you see people are, are riding on some of them in, in the, the distance and getting, like, knocked off, and others are running away from Owlbears that are chasing them in a very comical way. Um, you kind of approach this barn. I guess. Um, and you see like a few of the staff members there chatting it up. Well, uh, I guess we'll all uh, mosey on over there. Oh, I thought you said barn. I did. Oh, so it's a barn? Yes, like a farm barn where you would keep cows, but it's yeah. big because they keep owl bears in it. Okay. Exciting. I don't know why I'm also thinking bar. I mean, it could makeshift as a bar. You don't know what owl bears drink. Uh, I guess not. Maybe they like a stiff liquor. Mm-hmm. They like a stiff hammer. It doesn't it's me that. again, that crazy guy from the beginning. Right, uh, so yeah, you what, see these employees what do our heroes have glass? in store for them next time? I it's pretty obvious. I said let's ride some owl bears, but uh, what do you do? It's gonna be a fun one. Right. It's one of my favorites. Successful branch if you like of the owl class. bears and you like people riding them. Look stay around. tuned next time on go, oh, Daydreamers. Um, <laughs> didn't see you there, little guy. Dreamers. Yeah, I rode like the stealth operation. You probably wouldn't know me either because I'm such a piled up, you know, like super nerd. You're, uh, you're the new team without a name, right? That's, that's you guys? Yeah, that's us. No, wait. Um. <laughs> uh, Raisin's still strapped to the back of the <laughs> <Yes>! So. <laughs> you're just kind of waving behind him. Uh. <laughs> a voice coming from nowhere. I was just like, oh, right. And so I'll quickly, like, untie the rope off of my back. Oh, thank you. Everyone uh, watches in kind of slight horror and amusement. It's like this little uh, oxalotl just like climbs off of this half giant's back. Yeah, real, real, real skydiving. There's a joke it's in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. So we'll, we'll find it. We'll find it. <laughs> so a half giant and an oxalotl walk into a barn. <laughs> Roll for initiative. No. <laughs> Owl bears. Am I right? Karoth, uh, your back is very wet and slimy. Excellent. And because of your massive stature and bulking muscles, you can't actually reach that portion of your back to wipe it off. Oh, it's no. a real problem. It happens yeah. to people. Yeah, it's like when uh, when they put post-it notes on buff people's backs and they can't reach them. Yes. But slime. Oh. oh sorry. It's alright, friend. It's friend slime. Yeah. You know, I've given some people some friend slime and it didn't turn out that great. Who said this? I did. Me, Justin, the god oh. of this world. <laughs> yes. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. 
Ick. Anyway, uh, yeah, um, we have some information regarding our uh, owl bear disappearance. And the guy uh, was, oh, crisis. Uh, probably want to talk Darton then. He's um he's out doing something. I don't he he disappears a lot. Um, I mean, in the meantime, you guys want to you want to ride some owl bears? <laughs> <laughs>